0: This is a Founding Media Podcast.
1: Welcome to Balanced Badassery Podcast, your weekly fix of wellness wisdom. I'm your host, Ali Waddell. And on this episode, we're talking about all things career with Dr. Lin Chang of CareerZen. We talked about how life is really just a journey and how we need to find our own authentic path rather than following the should have could haves and would haves to fit in our tiny boxes. So here's my conversation with Lynn. Today we're going to be talking about the pillar of career It's crazy how much time you actually spend working. And if you are not mindful about that shit, it will suck your life and suck your soul right out the window. And then you'll look up one day and you're going to be 80 and you'll be like, "Why?" So I'm so excited to have my panda here <laughs> to share her wisdom.
0: <laughs> Will you introduce yourself to the Badass Brigade? I'm Dr. Lynn Chang, founder of career Zen, also known as the Panda Girl. The Panda Girl. Yeah. Yeah, and so
1: I'm so excited to have Lynn. I put it out on my uh, The World of Facebook, which connects me to everything awesome and some other shit that I don't really like, mm. but mostly awesome stuff. And I said, who is the best person to talk to in Austin about career? And Lynn came up by, I think, four or five different people. <laughs> and so I'm so excited. And then we had this great conversation. And mm-hmm. then she said, can I wear a panda outfit? And then I said, well, of course you can. <laughs> and so I'm super <laughs> excited for her to just come in and talk about how she believes um, you should give some more thoughtful and mindful approach to your career, your life choice, your purpose, yeah. and, and how you can actually implement that. Because I think a lot of us get down the road and then... Can't figure out what the fuck to do. Mm. So, Lynn, I'd love to just first have you explain what is your approach when it comes to helping people with their career, mission, passion, purpose, all of that wrapped into one. Good question. I'll start with why I'm wearing a panda costume. Yeah, that's a great (laughs) choice. Besides,
0: I mean, why the hell not? (laughs) We take life too seriously. Mm -hmm. We take ourselves too seriously. Mm -hmm. And the more we can lighten up about ourselves and our work— the more easily that answers come, the mm. clarity comes to us. We get downloads, right? We get downloads. downloads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this
1: is just your kind of outward way to tell people to...
0: Lighten up.
1: Lighten the hell up. Lighten up. Wouldn't you love to see this? Like people are like, <laughs> we're going to bring a career expert into your workplace. And then a girl comes dressed as a panda. You're like, <laughs> okay, whatever this lady's doing, she's doing
0: something right. <laughs> I spread the joy. Exactly. I spread the joy. Yeah. Yeah. So I start every career session mm-hmm. with some yoga, some breathing, mm-hmm. some stretching, just getting grounded yeah. because around career, people get really scared. They tense up. They feel small. Mm-hmm. The fearful voice, like I can't leave my job, the paycheck. What about my kids? There's so many shoulds mm-hmm. or or the, the shoulds of, well, I don't know. I don't have any experience, anything else. Well, maybe I can't do anything else. Lots of shoulds. Mm-hmm. So when we breathe, And we take the time to really get centered and grounded. And then I can see them, Mm -hmm. you know, my third eye, I see them, I see their soul. And then all the answers come to me Mm -hmm. and I share with them, like, this is your path. Mm -hmm. This is what you should be doing. Yeah.
1: And I bet for a lot
0: of people they are
1: probably come to you struggling with knowing what to do. Totally, That probably feels almost like an awkward, Mm -hmm. but like. I don't really know. I mean, what is what is breath and yoga going to teach me about what I should do, you know, should I open a cupcake shop? <laughs> <laughs> so do you feel like you need to to walk people into that process, or do you feel like most people come to you and they're like... Kind of at a place
0: where I'm like, I'm ready to try whatever you got. Exactly. (laughs) They have tried Googling everything. What is my life purpose? And Google knows everything except what you should be doing. (laughs) So then they come to me pretty desperate. And they say like, you know what? Let's go on a journey. Mm -hmm. Let's have some fun. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty organic. We keep it light. We keep it fun. Mm -hmm. The thing is, in school, they never taught us. High school, college, they never taught us what our career options were. Yes. doctor, teacher, lawyer, engineer, you hear, maybe firefighter, you hear five, (laughs) there's 500,000. And they're changing all the time. I don't even know 500,000. I'm the career expert. They're changing all the time. So the question is not, what do you want to do? What can I do? But what do you feel called? What is your calling? What are you curious about? Mm -hmm. And when I work with people, the formula is what plus where? Mm. What do you want to be doing and then, where do you want to work? Mm-hmm. The culture, the vibe, the types of colleagues you want to surround yourself with, the mission of the place. Mm-hmm. It almost doesn't matter as much what you do on a day to day basis. It doesn't matter as much what your colleagues are doing on a day to day basis. By the end of the day, you've had a long day, you've worked really hard, you feel good mm-hmm. that you've done really good work for the world because you believe in the mission of the place. Yeah. That's really important. The where.
1: Yeah, how do you get people tuned into their calling? Because I get that a lot. They're like, I I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. And and for me, I kind of start with... But have you given yourself the space and the time to even explore? Because that's, exactly. that's people get, I think it's one of those things you plan when you're in high school and you're like, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to go to college and then I'm going to get married blah, blah, blah. and yeah. then all of a sudden you end up being 35 and you're like, I've never thought about
0: it again. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The calling, sometimes people get tripped up because they think it's a job title. Uh, they think yeah. it's a job title. Yeah. And that's like saying, well, you're single. I'll set you up. Just give me the first name and the last name of the person you want to marry. <laughs> then I'll set you up. <laughs> that's an awesome analogy. It doesn't work that way. The yeah. answer is not a job title. Mm-hmm. The answer is a dream. Tell mm-hmm. me your vision. Tell me your dream. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm working with people, they're very stuck on, like, give me the job title. They're like, let's go beyond and transcend the job titles and just tell me where is your joy What does that dream look like? Mm -hmm. And I have different tools and activities Mm -hmm. to walk people through. And at the end of the hour or two that we're together, like, wow, they have tears in their eyes. When I read back to them, like, this is who you are. This is what you want. And I'm just sharing it back to them. And it's like they're hearing it for the first time. And that's their truth. And that's their path.
1: I absolutely love that. I find that all personal work is actually an act of remembering. Totally. It's not that you don't know. (laughs) It's probably that you haven't given yourself the space and the time to actually listen to yourself. You've turned off your intuition. You've told yourself you're wrong about the things that you really want and desire. Mm -hmm. And then once you like have somebody that can hold space for you and give you like this blanket permission slip to be like magic wand that shit. Yeah. What do you really want? And all of it's okay. And then all of a sudden you like read it to him, and they're like, "That is what I want to do. I want to live on a <laughs> boat." And I'm like, "Well, good, because boat yeah. life is a lot different than corporate life." Yeah, and both yeah. are awesome. Yeah, you just have to tell me what you envision. Yeah, but if you haven't given yourself that time, it's mm-hmm. so you're. You know, I say to a lot of people, you're not going to opt uh accidentally wander into your dream life, right? Like without thinking about it like oh right. my god look I just happened to be here and all of the things that I
0: want are, yeah are it's so me. important to take a step back reflect mm-hmm. who am I objectively mm-hmm. what brings me joy yeah. and taking that lens of fear of like well what if this doesn't pay and I don't think I can get a job in that and people are going to think I'm ridiculous it's not about that mm-hmm. just about speaking your truth yeah. and then seeing I think people are surprised by what's really possible yeah, that's and really then, possible. They think that I have to go back to school. I don't have a degree in that. Like, it's not about that. Yeah. People see your dream. They see your joy and they want to be part of it. Yeah. They'll sign you on. Uh-huh. And if the, and if you,
1: yeah, I love that you you continue to come back to finding the joy part of it. Because uh-huh. that's that's something that I think so many people miss. I'm like, just take an audit of your life and what is draining you and what is filling you up? Mm-hmm. And like, all we need to do is start to incorporate more of the joy stuff and less yes. of the crappy stuff. And yes. it's like very quickly, the cream will rise to the top of exactly. you understanding what is fulfilling you. And that's with who you're surrounding yourself, the environment you're in, what you're
0: doing every day. Absolutely. People yeah. don't give themselves the permission for the joy. They might think, well, I really like this, but how can it possibly pay the bills? And they don't even start. They mm-hmm. don't even initiate or engage in that act at Mm -hmm. all. So if you love, say, nature and gardening, I say, join a community garden. Go in there and shine your light. You are going to be so happy. You're going to start radiating out that joy and people are going to notice. And the universe is going to start bringing you people and opportunities that are going to be vibrating at that frequency. So it's not about you logically figuring out step A, B, C, D. You just take that first step of joy and let the universe bring you the magic. Yeah. And that's something that I have... <laughs> been
1: known to struggle with is that I'm such an idea person and my brain works so fast that I think of what I want to do and then I think of step 1 and then I think of step 2 and then I think of step all the way to 75 and then I think that's a lot of shit and so then I just don't <laughs> do step 1 you know and it, and then it took me a long time to just realize just do the next thing yes and one the thing is time. the end goal is not even actually the goal you might get yes. 3 steps in and there might be this whole other thing that you have never fucking thought of ever exactly. in your life. And then, like, the fact that I have a ketamine clinic. If you would have told me two years ago that uh-huh. we would have a mental health clinic, I would have never in a million years yeah. had that. Exactly. I would have never exactly. picked that. And now it's, like, my favorite thing besides podcasting. Um, and so it's one Allie. of those things. But I think so many people see the end and then try to work it backward, and then they get uh-huh. so overwhelmed they just— Stop. Yeah. Yeah. You and so just, how do you help people with that with that process? Because I feel like so many people are just overwhelmed by life. And then you throw this on top of them and they're like, how am I going to change my whole life?
0: <laughs> one step at a time. Yes. Yours is not the first story. Everyone has these magical occurrences mm-hmm. of just taking it one step at a time and having faith, having trust. It's going to unfold magically as it needs to. Mm-hmm. I'm a recovering control freak. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. I used to be Taipei, control freak, try to make everything happen. So I got Mm -hmm. my PhD before I even turned 30. I was very driven, very achievement oriented, and I burned out so quickly. Mm -hmm. I cared so much. I wanted so much. And then life dealt me a blow. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I need to take a step back. I need to take inventory. Cried, cried, cried. (laughs) Did my yoga, did my meditation, and then realized I can reinvent myself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to find my joy and just do this one thing that brings me joy. And that brought up a new avenue. And Mm -hmm. I did that for a little while. The next avenue opened up. The next avenue opened up. So now when I look back, my life has been phenomenal, Mm -hmm. magical, full of good juju. And if I had tried to make that happen myself, it would not have happened. I wouldn't be here today.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is having faith and trust and not Mm -hmm. only just in the universe, but kind of in yourself. And when things have gone wrong, you slowly, slowly lose that. You're like, well, maybe I'm not right. You know, I I got laid off or I tried this entrepreneurial thing and it didn't work. And so you you create this whole story arc of like, obviously, I have bad luck or. I'm stupid or I can't pick something or whatever. So how do you work with people on that fear aspect that they're going to do the wrong,
0: wrong Mm -hmm. thing? You know, Mm -hmm. make a big
1: mistake that's going to ruin my family or I'm not going to be able to take care of my kids and... That's a horrible place to
0: operate from. I've been with a lot of people who call me and say, I just got laid off. And they're starting to go into their sob story. And I stop them. I say, congratulations. The universe heard you. Have you been wanting changing your job? Like, yes, I haven't been happy for 18 years. <laughs> okay. Well, the universe gave you 18 years. You're welcome. To make a shift. <laughs> and you weren't acting. So there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the universe is always working on your behalf. And then mm. if we take the fear, what I like to say is that little fearful voice in her head, her name is Greta. Mm. Her name is Greta, right? Mm. She's been evolving for 300 million years, mm-hmm. trying to keep us alive. She wants us to stay still so that we don't die. Mm. It's a very primitive lizard brain yeah. thing. So when the voice comes up, that fearful voice. I just tell my clients, it's Greta. Greta trying to keep you safe. Because Greta really believes if you change your job, you're gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. She really believes that. Yeah. But if you heard it, you'd kind of laugh. Like, I'm not gonna die. Yeah. Maybe I won't make as much money. Maybe it's not as enjoyable. I'm not gonna die. Yeah. So people, when once people realize, you know what? It's just a voice. Mm-hmm. It's not the truth. And she, Greta, doesn't even have a GED. <laughs> She can't run your life. <laughs> that is awesome.
1: I think there's so much power in naming those inter- that internal dialogue. Yeah. Because it allow- I think so many people really take that on as like, this must be my soul talking to me and telling me I'm a moron. (laughs) And I was like, you know what your soul doesn't do? Tell you a moron or Mm -hmm. you're fat or whatever Mm -hmm. horrible thing that they're Mm -hmm. saying to kind of keep you small and still. Your soul loves you. Yes. And so having that process for people, I'm sure, is really powerful for them to kind of Mm -hmm. realize, you know, and I have people like, have that person sit next to you. Would you let somebody sit next to you and talk like that to you? Exactly. You would not. You would tell them to get the hell out of your house mm-hmm. <laughs> and shush, yeah. shush your mouth. Yeah, you know. And so to move through that, I'm sure, uh, I would love to hear one really powerful story mm-hmm. of a transform, a career uh, transformation oh <laughs> from one of your clients. Do you have one that you
0: could share? I have so many. I know. That's what I figured. <laughs> I'll tell you a recent one just okay. because I've it's been on talking your brain. <laughs> I've been talking with him recently. Um, he came to me a while ago, miserable at his job, wanting to completely change gears and ready to quit yesterday. And so I met with him. We did the yoga. We did the breathing. I saw who he was. I laid out his path. Like, this is who you are. Objectively, this is the path where you belong. This is going to serve you well. This is not going to serve you well. We laid it all out. I gave him my book, The 10-Day Career Cleanse, which is about – Owning your joy, owning your peace. And he started that process, Mm -hmm. and he realized later, like, whoa, that was transformational. He said, Lynn, I didn't realize I had the power to find my own happiness. Mm. I decided to be grateful for where I am today at my workplace, and then things got better. My relationships with my coworkers improved. I started liking my work better, and so he's doing better, he's doing better. And then what happened? He got actively recruited. By three different companies. Because he was in a pleasant, happy place, the universe was going to respond to you. And now he just took that offer like a few days ago. Dream job. Really? Yes. I'm oh. so excited for him. That's, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So you want to stay in a positive vibe. Stay in a positive place.
1: Yeah. I think vibrational energy is can be a little woo for some people but i'm telling you that shit works (laughs) and so like acting acting in a high vibrational really will Mm -hmm. bring positive things to you acting in a low vibrational will act actively repel people and everybody has been that's it's very easy to feel yeah i mean you've walked into a room where somebody is like Mm-hmm. on yeah. and been like attracted to them and then you've walked in a room where somebody is like meow, meow. yeah and you're like okay we'll walk in there <laughs> and so that is such an important thing in the choice that you're choosing yep. this vibration and you're doing things daily yeah no matter how small to keep that vibrational energy up right yeah
0: even if people aren't very woo-woo and spiritual yeah. i think they'll understand that what you put out is what you get back <laughs> What you put out is what you get back. Yeah. So you get to choose. I'm telling you I'm a recovering control freak. Mm -hmm. And when I realized I could not control other people and other circumstances, Mm -hmm. mm, that's (laughs) a hard lesson to learn. (laughs) But when I learned that, I realized I have control over my thoughts, my feelings, and my actions. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to choose to live in that way,
1: live in alignment. Yeah. And that's that's stoic philosophy actually at its core, which is like your circle of influence is actually only you and your reaction to the outside world. Yeah. You know, and when you that there is so much freedom in that realization of like, actually, what can I control this side of the fence and what's going on with me? And then my reaction to how everybody else and for people that, you know, I've been reading actually some about control and and what they tie it back to is actually it's all fear. Yeah. You know, control happens when you're scared because yeah. you're trying to keep things you're yeah. trying to manage as yeah. opposed to really dealing with the underlying emotion around yeah.
0: that. So we go back to the joy. Exactly. Go back to keeping it light, keeping us we take ourselves too seriously yeah so do you make people do funny things to keep themselves
1: to make themselves feel less serious
0: yes like what like power poses oh i love power posing
1: (laughs) that's actually one of my favorites
0: yeah so we'll just stand in my office power pose together and i'll play like maybe some superwoman music or superman music Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got my power pose during an
1: EMDR therapy session, yeah. and it was like the She-Ra pose where she has the sword above like her head it. and then the hand on the thing. Yeah. And it was that the universe was giving me all of my knowledge and power down my sword arm and into there. So that's my power pose. Beautiful. And I do it every time before I go on stage or talk, or mm-hmm. if I'm ha- about to have a hard conversation. in it
0: mm. it mean, works. It doesn't will. It? it
1: will shift your energy. Shift. <laughs> Exactly. And even if it, I'll tell you, if nobody believes that, even if it's just placebo still works. Yep. (laughs) Placebo works 50% of the time. Yeah. And it's real life. Yeah. So what do you feel like everybody kind of, I know this is really personalized work, but what are some exercises or practices that people could start with if they're
0: feeling like
1: they're getting called to maybe have a career shift or change. How would yeah. you have people start that process on their own?
0: I think starting with the list mm-hmm. of what brings you joy, what oh, makes you a, happy. That's a great you know? idea. Yeah. Is it spending time with friends? Is it volunteering with babies? I mean, what is it? Just start making a list, just naming it, yeah. seeing it concrete. Mm-hmm. I love that.
1: I love that, and do, it's amazing when people. I can imagine when people start doing that, they'll start naming things that mm-hmm. people would be like, "What would that be?" And I'm like, "Well, there actually was a job posted on Facebook That's that you could right. go hold babies at the hospital."
0: Yes, I'm like, that "Yes, that is a job." <laughs> There's a professional panda hugger in China. That's her job. <laughs> Every day she goes into the pen and she just holds a little panda babies. I I'm, call dibs. I would like that job. Next.
1: I mean, that is awesome. <laughs> I meet
0: people all the time that have careers. And yeah. I'm like, how come nobody told you about that job? Exactly. I there's mean, so much out there. Yeah. Whatever you can imagine. I'm looking at your beautiful lipstick shade. Yeah. There's someone's job to name lipstick shades. I mean, that's right. A, yeah. There's, there's jobs everywhere. Yeah. I mean, whatever you can imagine. Oh man, I love that. Whatever you can imagine, if it doesn't exist, then you create it. Even better. Mm-hmm. Then
1: mm-hmm. You, you're cornering the market. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So now we've listed things we love. Then then maybe what
0: what would people? I would been? also list your fears. Ooh, what is that Greta voice telling I you?
1: I do love that. Yeah. What are some of the biggest fears that you hear
0: consistently from people? Well, for parents, it's about money. Um, I need to make money for my kids. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, your parent, your kids are watching you, yeah. and they're downloading what it's like to have a career. Mm-hmm. And so what are you role modeling to your kids? So mm-hmm. it's extra more important to be authentic and dig deep and make bold choices for yourself.
1: I will say this. I've probably said this on this podcast, though, but I think that's actually one of the biggest things for people. If you need extra accountability and you are a parent, you need to understand that your kids are not listening to anything you say. They are modeling all of your behavior and your internal dialogue will become their internal voice for their entire life. Mm-hmm. And being really mindful to do your own personal work so that they are as healthy as possible is the biggest thing you can do for your children. And to take care of yourself. And people think it's a luxury, but it's actually your biggest role as a parent. It's your responsibility. Is Is to create healthy, stable um. kids. And how you do that is by taking care of yourself. and. And make it, taking bold action and being mm-hmm. really authentic and living authentic life. If you want little, authentic, happy children, be authentically present.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And if yeah. you're stressed as shit about work and then coming home and needing mm-hmm. to check out with a glass of wine, mm-hmm. that's what they're
0: going to feel. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's a good one. How do you help people process those fears?
0: We name it. You do? And then with yoga, we transcend it. hmm Yes, yeah, I don't spend a lot of time you don't. with the fear stuff. You like, like, just get over it. Let's just move on. <laughs> I don't really have time to mess yeah. with that. Let's just you take know? some action, <laughs> positive action,
1: move through it. Yeah. Because everybody's scared of all kinds of things. Yeah. And people that are successful are not scared of less things. Mm-hmm. They just have learned how to move yes. quickly through them. Yes. They have the same fears as everybody else. I think it's human nature. For some people, they think like, oh, well, they must not be scared of anything. They're super brave. And I'm like, they're super brave because they feel it and then step mm-hmm. forward. That's right. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's as momentum. Exactly. Yeah. And leaning into it. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got things joy, things we're scared of. What's next? I would say the wear piece. I do love this. And the I think this where. is something people don't talk about. So yeah. explain the where and why that is such an important thing to kind of get nailed. yeah, a, so an for idea me,
0: around. the career fulfillment formula is what plus where? What are you doing? And then where are you working? Mm-hmm. The mission of the place, the culture, the coworkers. So if you were to Google sixteen career clusters, mm-hmm. you'll see, Mm-hmm. All the different industries divided into 16 categories. And just ask yourself, what industry do I want to be a part of? Okay. I'm going to be working really hard. I'm going to do my thing and my talents, my gifts. But who do I want to elevate? For instance, agriculture and nature. Do you like the idea of helping farmers be better at their jobs? Not that you would be a farmer, that you would do your talents and your gifts in helping farmers. Or is it the field of education? Or is it law? Or is it healthcare? So that sixteen career clusters can be really helpful just to start identifying. You'll see a chart, you'll see a list, cross off the clusters, you're like, mm, no. And this, doesn't speak, to me. this doesn't speak to me. Doesn't speak to
1: Don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever.
0: Whatever. You're you know, not. it's different for everyone. Yeah. So cross off the ones that don't speak to you. Mm-hmm. Circle the, I don't know, let's say top three or four that do speak to you. And then start researching, start networking, mm. start doing information interviews, talk to people in that field. Like, I'm fascinated by what you do. Tell me, how did you get started? What's a typical week like? What are the joys and challenges of what you do? Mm. So that's how we network way in to confirm, to gather information. And if you do actually want to take a step forward, they're there for you. Those are contacts ready made and they can help you.
1: I mean, come on, that is a great tip for anybody. And why the hell isn't this taught when you're in college? Exactly. This is so weird because I have a niece who's 19 right now. Okay. And she, following my mom and my sister's. Following my mother's path to be a microbiologist and mm-hmm. as a you know whatever and then came was like I don't think I want to do this I think maybe I want to do something else. Great. Of course everybody freaks the hell out and I I'm think like that's great. I'm like you're 19. Of course. Yeah. You're, who Why would you know that you're gonna be a <laughs> microbiologist at 19? But I also feel I can hear her struggle like to not know and I'm like yeah. man I just feel like I don't have the guidance but um that it would have been so helpful for me and for everybody. To learn the skill of, like, how do you follow—I think people are like, oh, if I follow my passion, I'm not going to be—like, mm. that's flippant. Like, it's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to just be an art, a starving artist. Like, that's what starving artists do. Like, as opposed to, like, no, you could really use your intuition to yes. guide you.
0: Yeah. And what the difference is. There. And we want to balance the passion with the practical yeah. as well. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you actually have to, like, sustain your— Yeah. Life. I feel like with the passion piece, artists, for instance, or new entrepreneurs, they are bestowed this divine gift and they have to express themselves. I mean, it's for the world. Mm-hmm. So it comes through them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always pay the bills right off the bat. Yeah, or ever. Or ever. Yeah. But it's still your responsibility to see through it. Completely. So that's your passion side. You do it. You express it. You have to. Mm -hmm. And then on the practical side, what's something you can do? We call it a support career. It supports your dreams, supports your passion. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, you don't have to love it, but you can't hate it. Yeah. You can't (laughs) hate it because then it drains you of all your creativity and passion. Mm -hmm. So Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, you like the people, you like the work, and then you come home and all of your creativity juices are just Mm stirring that's a big thing uh,
1: elizabeth gilbert wrote about in big magic Mm -hmm. which is all about like following your artistic career and the one thing i said is she said as a creative she goes one of the wor- easiest ways to kill your creativity is make yourself make money off of it at the beginning. yeah she goes because you want to put fi- put financial pressure on yourself and put oh, yourself oh. in stress and then try to be creative She goes you will just like go dive bomb right. into the ground And That's my right. dad is a you know well-known sculptor and has been a furniture maker my whole life but when he switched over to just doing art, yeah. he struggled really bad because it was so much pressure and then because it's creative fields are such a soul endeavor Mm -hmm. the product means so much and then if it's not getting to that yeah you know it's a little more meaning than like i did this spreadsheet and the spreadsheet was (laughs) not exactly what everybody wanted okay so i love those tips is there anything else that you would suggest that people do at the like kind of at the beginning
0: I would say, going back to the fear piece, Mm -hmm. turning your fear into curiosity. Mm. So for your 19-year-old niece who does not want to do microbiology anymore, it's easy for her and the family to go into fear mode. But but, but what's the answer? What's the answer? Like, let it be a question of curiosity. I wonder what's going to be more fulfilling. I wonder what's out there. Mm -hmm. I wonder what's going to spark my interest more. Mm -hmm. I wonder. Just wonder, wonder, wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I think using curiosity in all aspects of your life is something that so so many of us forget to do. It's like we're getting all this information all the time and we can use every little piece of it to like get curious about, oh, that made me feel this way. What mm-hmm. does that mean or that made me mm-hmm. think of this and what does that mean or Yeah. It feels
0: lighter, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. It feels lighter when you like- just live in this curious place. <laughs> Yeah, have
1: to, (laughs) must. Should have done that. You should do this and do this and do this. And Greta's running your life. (laughs) Do you help people get rid of the shoulds in their head? Because I feel like that is, like, so implemented from a lot of times by the time you're kids. You know, you're following your parents, like... Should, should, shoulda, should, 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 should Yeah, we name it. Sometimes we <laughs> tap it out with EFT. Oh, I love Ooh. me some EFT. <laughs> yeah, want to get some stuff knocked out of your nervous system real fast? EFT, mm-hmm. EMDR, do it. Somatic therapy. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. great. So, so somebody, if somebody is... Do you do any work around people being really content in their work and then how yes. to kind of expand on that? Because I yes. feel like that's the other side of the coin. It's really easy to be like, OK, you, you hate your job. <laughs> Let's do some change. But what if you're, you're liking your job, but you want to continue? It's almost like, a, you know, we talked about before we start that I believe everybody should look look at their career as a personal grow, growth path. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing that you're spending such a large time of your life on and so how do
0: you use it to continue to grow yeah great question so career zen is about do what you love love what you do Mm -hmm. 80 percent of the time people come to me because they don't know what they want to do they know Mm -hmm. they're unhappy so i help them with the exploration piece and and figuring that part out Mm -hmm. and then 20 percent of the time people say i love what i do but i'm burnt out i'm stressed out this is not sustainable what do i do so that's what I help with. So how do you do mm. that? Self-care. Oh. hmm That's where I step in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had to learn this the hard way myself. Mm-hmm. People in the helping professions help because it feels so good, mm-hmm. but then we help so much and we put ourselves last. Mm-hmm. Everyone is more important than ourselves. Mm-hmm. I was... 35 years old and I felt like a 90 year old arthritic woman. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on until I just crashed and crumbled mm-hmm. and then I took some time to receive nourishment to, see, to receive the love and I realized, oh, this is what I've been needing. I need to fill my cup first mm-hmm. and then everything just flows through me. Yeah. That's another reason why I wrote the book is because I found the less I do, the more I get done. The less I do, the more I get done. That's a good one. It's counterintuitive that you go to the gym when you're feeling tired and you create more energy in the body. Mm -hmm. So the same thing with work. If you keep trying to push, 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 the quality and productivity is not there. You actually need to take breaks, take little nourishing breaks. Mm -hmm. So... That's what I I recommend. I
1: love that. That nourishing break thing. I have people use the Pomodoro timer where they're only working for, like, 20 20 to 25 minutes. Yes. And then you have a five-minute break. First off, it allows you to actually focus for 25 minutes and not all of a sudden you're on Facebook, like, going down (laughs) some weird rabbit hole. Um, But then you're also giving your body break, especially if you're sitting down. Mm -hmm. Get up. Move Mm -hmm. around. Mm -hmm. Get some water. Hydrate. Go to the bathroom. Drink some tea. Do some stretching. All of that. All the self-care things. Breathe. Here you go. Just breathe. How about that? (laughs) Do a yoga pose. Well, I think both of those, because those are two things, and I think people are at different parts and different parts of their career all the time, so I think there's so much to take away from that conversation. So it's time for some rapid-fire questions. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Do you have
0: a morning practice, and if so, what does it look like? It means taking care of my puppy dog.
1: Oh, what kind of—she has a— she has a very elderly puppy dog. She's almost nineteen. What kind of dog is She's it? She's a Shih Tzu. Holy moly! Those dogs live a long time. Because I have another <laughs> friend that had like a seventeen-year-old Shih Tzu. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. She's my heart. What's her name? Jilly. Jilly. Shout out. Shout out to Jilly. Hello, thanks. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> What's one thing that you believe that people think you're crazy for? For following my dreams and passion. Isn't that sad mm-hmm. that people think people are crazy if they yeah. do what the hell they want?
0: Yeah, but I'm just living my life. She just, I have no control over what people think of me, so. hell to the <laughs> yeah. hell <Hail> to
1: the <laughs> yeah. She's dressed as a damn panda. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, final question. What advice would you give your younger self? And you can tell me how old she is. And then what advice would your
0: 90-year-old self give you today? Oh, that's good. Okay, so I'm 45 now. Okay. I would tell... Ten-year-old Lynn to breathe, and that she's beautiful, and her path is all laid out for her. Just Mm -hmm. trust. And ninety-year-old Lynn saying to forty-five-year-old Lynn, "I do this meditation sometimes, so I know what she's saying to me." Oh, that's awesome! Good Mm -hmm. rocking chair self is what I call her. Oh, nice! (laughs) She's on a rocking chair. chair. Yeah. Um. She tells me that I'm beautiful, and I'm on my path, and I'm just spreading the light.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> I love that. Do you have any final words, thoughts that you'd like to share? Do what makes you happy. It's true. Do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Life is really short. We're all on borrowed time.
1: Yeah. She's going to give you a big fat permission slip that you get to pick your joy. And I'll join her in that. So just,
0: just do whatever
1: makes you joyful. Guess yeah. what? You only get to go once. So like, yeah. just do it. Do it that's awesome thanks guys thank you so much dr lynn you're welcome my pleasure Bye. take a breath do a power pose make a list great advice thank you again lynn for sharing your methods and best practices for creating a career of your dreams the balance badassery team includes me ali waddell producer mariah gossett and audio engineer jake wallace thank you again for everyone at founding media for your support balanced badassery is available on spotify stitcher itunes or wherever the hell you get your podcasts you can follow me at ali waddell a-l-l-i-w-a-d-d-e-l-l on all the social medias thanks again for listening